0: Warning. The following contains audio of two good friends attempting to discuss music with no qualifications whatsoever. No one asked for this, but you're going to get it. There will be shitty hot takes, terrible opinions, and impressions done poorly. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Hello, friends. It's us. Back again. Survived the holiday season. We are here at the Rude Book, Davenport, Iowa. It is time. The final episode of 2023. We made it. I don't even know if it's a whole year, but I'm going to say, you know, something like that. It's time for music. Maria. And also Drake. Hooray. So, yeah, we're celebrating the new year. Whenever this comes out, it might not even be the new year yet. Or whenever you listen to this, maybe we are in the past. Ooh. <laughs> I love how we both just like, yeah, that's great. Fantastic. How are you?
0: I'm good. Excited to talk about uh our final albums of 2023. It's a very fitting way to cap off the year. I'm really excited for it. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Surprisingly not dying as we were last week. So love that for us. Fantastic. Uh yeah, if you're coming in from last week, you will know we didn't tell you what we're going to do this week because we wanted you as Drake put it to enjoy your damn Christmas (laughs) and yeah love that we'll we'll be talking about Drake's number one album of 2023 and my album that I enjoyed but to be honest I think if I would make a number one album this would be a strong contender the one that I gave you because it was a good time and yeah I think we can get into it I don't really have a a mini game for today because we did do our fun little stat. In the Christmas episode last week so if you want to know how we did in all the countries that we've been in feel free to tune in last week and hear all the stats and the snakes and yeah all of the shenanigans that were afoot there but for now I think we should get started yeah um, do you want to go first okay (laughs) I was like wait we didn't discuss this but yeah we can do that okay great well for my last album that I enjoyed of 2023, is not the least. It is not in any specific order. I just really enjoyed this album, and I had even joked with Drake when he proposed this concept at all that this man specifically made an album in 2023, just to give me something to talk about. So shout out to him. He's a real one. It is none other than Andre 3000 of OutKast, his solo album, which is called New Blue Sun. And it is probably the most anticipated album that I can think of of this year because I remember even when it was announced I can remember texting like a screenshot to Drake and I was like can you believe this shit everyone is just so excited because Drake knows he listened to Outkast go back and listen to that episode if you want yeah we, we talked about you know some stankonia that was a lot of fun but yeah Everyone is well aware of how immensely talented Andre 3000 is, and how Outkast stopped making music really at the pinnacle of their success. And Andre was like, "This isn't fun. I'm out. See you later." And so now that he came back with this solo album, people were like, "So excited!" But it wasn't really a hip hop album. Like there was hip hop songs on it. He definitely had some great features by like Future, Killer Mike all that good stuff but then it was also just kind of what he wanted to do and i absolutely love that for him i think that's even more wholesome than him meeting expectation of maybe what people wanted him to do but i'll quit yammering i want you to talk about it go ahead and take it away new blue sun by andre 3000
0: so yeah i actually wanted to start out with another question (coughs) because i feel like i do that every time with these albums but i am curious because i I know he was an outcast. Not that you reminded me. I was pretty sure, but I was I couldn't be positive because my brain's stupid. But I was curious what the onus for this album was because it is very ambient and it's very flute heavy. And I, you know, I very much enjoyed it. Actually, the genres according to Spotify were ambient, which I think is the most apropos, new age, and spiritual jazz. And I'm just I'm very curious what made him. Was it like what you said he wasn't feeling doing hip-hop anymore uh and that's why they stopped outcasts when they did or was it just something he wanted to do or a combination of all those things
1: i imagine it was just something that he wanted to do because of course like with him not releasing any solo projects since his time in Outcast. like of course he was on features and stuff throughout the years like he didn't completely fall off the face of the planet like a lauren hill or anything like that so he was still like around he just didn't do any of his own solo projects outcast didn't pull out anything so people were like where are you at even though he was still clearly around. So I looked it up on Title just because sometimes they'll have, like, little dotes about people and things and projects. Yeah. And it just, when they're talking about New Blue Sun, it just says, in 2023, with very little lead-up, Andre 3000 released this. So I imagine it was just like, hey, I want to do this, and I'm going to put this out to the world. Have my art. And, yeah, I think that's great.
0: Yeah, that is super cool. (laughs) I mean, because I... I very much enjoyed it because ambient is a very hard genre to do because it is, (sighs) it's just, it's the nature of it. It's very background noise and it's very much, you kind of fall into it, but you run the risk of it not even existing. If you fall too much into it, like you don't even know what's happening, but it's also, it's different from like getting into a flow state, which I think he did very well. Uh, Ambient into the flow state is right where you want ambient to be flow state for people who don't really know is like when you work on something so hard that you're just so invested in it that you don't even notice how long you've been working essentially and that's how i felt listening to the album where it's like this album's a good hour and a half something like that 87 minutes and 41 seconds according to spotify it doesn't feel like that at all and it very much could have felt like that which is the huge difference between this album and ambient stuff that i've heard in the past like Devin Townsend is a heavy metal guy. He's done an ambient album. I didn't enjoy that at all because it's very much just like background noise. It's very long. But I thought Andre 3000 did a really, really good job. Like I could literally envision myself getting this on vinyl, popping it on, getting onto my computer, and just writing, and just getting into an amazing state because of just how good this is, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And especially in subverting expectation of people maybe thinking this was gonna be like a hard-hitting fast rhyming hip-hop album and for him to be like what if i just played the flute for 12 minutes and that's just the most incredible thing of all i think if you would not mind indulging the people at home of letting the people know what the title of the first song was because it is just my favorite thing it is fantastic because i've had a feeling that He is a very self-aware person, and he kind of knew exactly what the reaction he would get. So he's like, let me title the first song on the album this way, and it's just the best.
0: I'm glad that you're allowing me to indulge this, because this was a point I was going to bring up. Not just the first song, by the way. It is all of the track titles that I enjoy very, very much, for very different reasons, too. So I will probably go through all of them right now. So as Maria stated, the first one is titled, I swear, I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time, (laughs) which is... Which is great, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I I am curious if he ever goes back to it, like rap. I think he probably will at some point, because I feel like everybody kinda comes back home (laughs) at some point, for lack of a better way to put that, but it is very funny. And it's like, these song titles kill me, right? Because they're all ambient, there's no vocals on it. That's something that like, I, if I ever take music seriously and I get into it, and I make like instrumental, this is what I was kind of envisioning. Not as silly as this, as we'll progress here. (laughs) But like just these aggressively long song titles for songs that have no lyrics to them just makes me laugh so much. And like on the flip side, if I do ever have lyrics to songs, they're just gonna be like one word names <laughs> because it would just pop me.
1: A single punctuation, just question mark, period, semicolon. love it. I support that.
0: But moving on, I mean these these track names are just incredible. Uh, the second one. this is very blue humor, which I don't think would have grabbed me, but the way he wraps it, up, it's just, it's so buttoned up. Uh, The title of it is the slang word pussy rolls off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina. And then do you agree with a question mark is right after it. It's just, it just feels so high class. Like, do you agree, sir? It's like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I was
1: just about to ask, I'm like, do you? Do you agree? What are your thoughts on that? Because I know you're not a fan of grotesque language in any capacity. So I'm like, do you what do you what are your thoughts on on the language there? I ag-
0: <laughs> I agree with Andre that it rolls off the tongue better, but I don't prefer the word. Let's put it that way. So you got me about 50%. And then track 3, <laughs> that night in Hawaii when I turned into a panther and started making these low <laughs> register purring tones that I couldn't control. dot 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 shit was wild is the third track ellipses that's what it was i was trying to think the three dots it's an ellipses this is one of my favorite track names is the fourth track it's by b-u-y polo p-o-l-o disorders daughter i love wordplay so that one got me it's bipolar disorder but he just deconstructed it to that bipolar dot. B- Bipolo disorder's daughter wears a 3000 button down embroidered, which is great. Uh, the next one after that is 93 till infinity and Beyonce, which is also great. After that is Gandhi, Dalai Lama, your Lord and Savior JC slash Bundy, Jeffrey Tomer, and John Wayne Gacy. So I guess there's two tracks in there that feed into each other with the slash. That's usually what that means. And after that, it Takes a weirdly philosophical edge after that, which I actually enjoy. The seventh track is called Ants to You, Gods to Who. By the way, I'd like to backtrack. The Gandhi one's probably my favorite of all the tracks, even though I think it's all one piece. If I had to pick one, I'd probably pick that one. But Ants to You, Gods to Who is actually a really cool concept that's like ants don't understand what's happening around them. So it's like they have no grasp of understanding on humans. And it's like if you put that onto humans, and they have that, like, concept of, like, what if we just don't understand what's happening around us? I think it's a very neat thought. And the very last track is dreams once buried beneath the dungeon floor slowly sprout into undying gardens, which is also very philosophical in a way, and I very much appreciate that name. I cut off on this tangent here. I had another point that I wanted to make, but... Yeah, I did have a fantastic time with this album. And it reminded me of like a really good soundtrack too. Because a lot of people, like I'm in a Nintendo group. Of course they talk about Zelda. I don't really like Zelda, but like people have compared it like with the flute and stuff. You know, we can go back to last week when we were talking about Mark Tremonti doing all these crazy things off to the side. I love it when band or bands or musicians do these just crazy things just off the wall. Like it's not <laughs> Like Andre 3000 doing a flute album, nobody in their right mind would have guessed that unless you're a time traveler. Nobody would have guessed that. I think that's so cool. And it's just, it's such a leap of faith. And I just have such a respect for it because I feel like a lot of bands and musicians will do solo projects and it kind of sounds similar to what they already do. And I'm like, there's no real point to this. It just kind of feels a little lesser. Um, and yeah, I, I had a great time with this, um, and I will say, incidentally, you were talking about your year-end albums and how they had, like, no real order. It's funny because I feel like the order you gave me these albums are probably how I would rank them in, like, a descending order from, like, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, from Doja Cat, T-Pain, Jack Harlow, right? Okay, Jack Harlow. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name for the life of me. <clears throat> Gorillas after that and Andre 3000. Um, I do think Andre and Gorillas are pretty close, but... Honestly, I think I would listen to Andre 3000 over all these albums. I thought it was really just great ambient stuff, which, again, is very hard to do.
1: Heck yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, thanks for your time.
0: (laughs) All right, so now the the grand reveal of my number one album of the year. And I, last week, erroneously stated that Hackens was really close to this album. I would like to rescind that. Or the week before, excuse me. And that is not a disrespect to Hacken, because they released a great album. But this album is just that good. It is Tesseract's War of Being. They are one of my favorite bands in metal right now. They are also English, so hopefully we can get that English guy back that was listening to us. Hopefully that's enough. But this is their fifth studio album, and it was released in September of this year. And it was their first album since 2018, which was a short album on top of that. So it's been a while since they have released something. And this... In my opinion, was well worth the wait, and like the first track that they released on it was "War of Being," which is the middle track, which is eleven minutes, which I thought was just the greatest thing ever because they were like, "All right, we've been gone for a while, have this eleven-minute track. You know, we'll make it worth it." But yeah, this is a phenomenal album, and I'm very excited to hear what you think.
1: Yeah, fantastic. Well, thanks so much for suggesting this to me because I did have a great time to keep in theme i guess of us asking questions before we get into it i noticed at least it's the way it's stylized on title is that it is spelled tesseract like the the last t is capitalized so i just wondered if that had any bearing on pronunciation if there's like a deeper meaning or if they just wanted to do like the first t and last t capitalized just what's what's up with that
0: yeah i don't think there's a uh, a deeper meaning to that at all i just think they think it looks cool because it doesn't it's not like a what is that a palindrome where it's forward and backward the same word it's not even that so i just think they think it looks cool
1: fair enough now i may attempt to try and say it backwards and see what it might be to say or uh, nope nope never mind abort mission <laughs> this six nope nope failed scratch that we're not even doing that in the edit we're leaving that in <laughs> here are our struggle so yeah war of being first off let's talk about that album cover i thought that was very poignant it's like a mummy type deal like it's a person in like a yeah it's like an egyptian type It's almost like a bedcloth over somebody, but it's over their entire being. And like one of them is like there and one of them is fading away, kind of like a Thanos snap. I think it's a really interesting image and like really sets the tone for what this album is to come. Because I've noticed, at least as we went along in this project, that sometimes before I even listen to these albums, that like just the album art alone will give me an idea of what's to come. So kudos to them for some sick cover art. I feel like that would just make a really great, like if you got the vinyl of it just to hang it up in your house, that'd be really sick. So absolutely. So first off with the album, we are going into natural disaster and it's funny because I'm about to contradict myself. So I apologize in advance, but maybe I don't, um, (laughs) I am a walking contradiction with me saying, yeah, I kind of had an idea of what I was getting into. I still wasn't really expecting for this gentleman to blow me away the way he did in this opening track. Like immediately it's just like heavy it is guitars this man is coming out here with shit to say like the lyrics they themselves were also like especially very very introspective it made me think and i thought that with the album starting off this way it kind of intrigued me but also I was like wow like if this is the first track I am so excited to hear what the rest of this is because I listened to this a couple times once while I was working once while I was driving just to see if it would give me a different feel this is an album you can definitely play it like full volume like in your car in your house I didn't play it at full volume in my workplace I feel like the ladies in my cubicle wouldn't have been too happy with that but yeah man like I would like to formally put tesseract just from like these first impressions as a band i think would sound really great live like you can get that vibe because not all people who sound great on an album would sound live and i think when you're listening to things and imagining how they would sound in like a a giant wide space with a bunch of people like would that convey the same feeling that this is giving me now and i definitely agree that it would if not more so Have, have you seen them live at all yeah
0: i've seen them twice they actually they were the headliner when i saw them in new york and they were a supporting act when I saw them with Between the Buried and Me. So, yeah, uh, that was a phenomenal show, by the way. Tesseract in Between the Buried and Me are pinnacle of the class of prog Medals. So that was a great show.
1: Awesome. For a second, I had, like, a crisis moment, because we also seen Between the Buried and Me this year, and I was like, oh, my God, were these the openers? I didn't even know they were there. Did, did I, I already seen them, and I'm already just sitting here, looking you dead in the eyes and being like, hey, have you seen them live before? I'm glad you clarified, because I would have felt like a dummy more so than i do usually but <laughs> thank you for the clarification and yeah going forward i think i was torn on what my favorite song was because it came pretty early not to say that the songs afterwards were terrible but i think this was just more of my vibe i'm torn between wow. legion or sirens i think those two were my favorite because yeah war of being was pretty long i i want to say it was like the longest song on the album yeah it definitely i don't want to say like it felt like that but it, it did and i don't mean that in a derogatory way because like there's songs where it's like it felt like that and it was forever but there was a a completeness to war of being that I felt like it took me on a journey from start to finish. And it felt like an 11 minute song, like in terms of completion wise. So I wasn't very surprised by, you know, Oh, this is an 11 minute song. And now that you said that it was the single, it makes sense. Cause I'm sure as you've noted several times that you and fellow prog lovers are very well accustomed to songs being this long. So I think, yeah. So kudos to Tesseract for knowing their audience. They said we know what you want, and we're gonna give it to you. <laughs> well, fantastic.
0: I was curious if you wanted to know our good buddy's name, because I know you're always uh, interested in the vocalist here. Do you want to know this new buddy's name?
1: I do. That was actually gonna be my next question. So shout out to you for living re- free in my mind. Do you know what I'm thinking right now? No. <laughs> All right, well, fair enough. You you guess that. Well, we'll give you a one for one. <laughs> and, you know, what is his name? I
0: specifically wanted to mention him and make sure he was mentioned because he is the reason I love these guys so much. Well, him and the drummer Jay Postones are. <laughs> we were talking the other week about drummers too. Jay Postones, if you watch him play drums as well, <laughs> just ridiculous. But that's not the point. Uh, the guy is named Daniel Tompkins. I think he's one of the absolute best vocalists vocalists in metal. He was Tesseract's original vocalist. He left for a little bit, and then he came back right before 2015, I believe. And the band is just complete when he's there. So, yeah, Daniel Topkins is our new buddy, our final buddy of
1: 2023. Yeah, to Daniel. We love Daniel here. And, you know, I'm just so used to, like, these guys' names being so off the wall or, like, foreign, that whenever you're like, his name is Daniel, I'm like... Is that it? (laughs) Is that it? But I'm almost interested to know as well because and I apologize that I have so many questions today but I feel like these people were very interesting and I just wanted to know more about them because it definitely sounded I don't even know how I want to phrase this it's gonna sound like it doesn't make sense but I'm gonna try my best to elaborate it sounds obviously similar in genre to the things that I've listened to before but it also sounded new in the same way of like just the way they went about things and like his vocal stylings as well I thought it was very interesting so I'm glad one that you brought him up and two if this is similar to like their sound before cuz I know we talk about sometimes how albums over time will sound different from maybe when they first started or from their third album or whatever have you so this is like a, is this a consistent theme like just in terms of how they present themselves
0: Yeah that's a great question so I will say to start off, uh, I think Daniel Tompkins has a very specific voice. He actually reminds me a lot of Chester Bennington and how he like does the screaming stuff. I'm
1: so glad you said that because that was a- another thing that I was going to make. And I think that's why I liked Legion so much because I think that was the song where I was like, this sounds a lot like Linkin Park. And I was really busy at work today, so I didn't take any notes, which is why I just have the track list up. But I'm so glad that you mentioned that because that was like something that was why it's my favorite song on the album is because like... I didn't want to compare him to Chester because I feel like I compare people to people so many times on this goddamn podcast so I'm glad that you did it for once because that is exactly what I was thinking for that song absolutely yeah
0: it's a very appropriate comparison because he does sound a lot like him uh if he comes out one day and he's like my influences are this this and this and he never mentions Chester I'll be like you're full of shit (laughs) but I think that's one of the reasons why this sounds different comparatively to other stuff that I've given you they are pretty on par once you hit about 2015 when he rejoins the band like you get kind of what they are from that point forward because their early stuff is very genty, which is the other <coughs> argument or the other point i should say about why this sounds different because gents is a very specific sound of guitar that they utilize and this was popularized by Meshuggah, who was a pretty good band but they definitely created the sound and it's been bastardized since and it's usually not very well done but i think these guys do it very well but i think when you put those two things together especially the genti style of guitars that's where you get the uh different sound i think comparatively to the other stuff that we've listened to in the past thank
1: you for elaborating with that as you know you're chuckling at my demise (laughs) i jinxed us i said we're not dying today my throat said what if you were what if you just talked too much today you're done you're cut off but yeah to round this off i think the main reason for my question there is just because it it felt like the way he structured his harmonies along with the guitar it felt very intentional it felt like a very obvious choice and like a stylistic choice as well so i'm like is this something they do all the time but the fact that you know he returned they have this great album it really makes a lot of sense so i think that you know he's doing the damn thing and (laughs) i think maybe this should be the album title not the album title jesus christ the episode title i think this should be the episode title hey this dan guy can sing <laughs> yeah this dan guy might, might have a future here Might you know might be going places <laughs> he does he does and yeah sacrifice i think was a really great ending i do think now that you have spoiled me with mammoth and their amazing fade out is that i just want fade outs for everything but i think that's just more a personal choice on me because i want to know when an album is done And, again, this might just be a title thing because it just continues on. Yeah, so, like, where does it start? Where does it end? I know where it starts, but where it ends is when I pay attention.
0: (laughs) That is funny, though, because it's, like, duality of people. I know where every single album you give me ends because I can, like, see – I can hear the slight, like, changes in production and, like, slightly different sounds. I'm like, okay, this album's over. So that is kind of funny that you're just, like – you have no idea. And I'm just like, all right, songs done.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause, and then I also think it's partly because when I am listening to these albums, I'm also consciously doing something else. So like my full attention isn't on the track list, but Sacrifice, great song. And I thought this album as a whole was great. I understand completely why it's your number one song of 2023. I looked at the reviews of this album as well, and it's all just stellar across the board. Like even the incel neckbeards on Reddit love it. So, you know, <laughs> when when you get those folks you know you've got the people so shout out to tesseract (laughs) and i hope they continue to make more music i'd love to hear it if it sounds like this definitely and like even if it doesn't that dan guy what you got dan
0: (laughs) yeah i certainly hope well i'm glad you enjoyed it for one and i certainly hope there's not as large of a chasm this time around because it was five years and like i said the album before it was decently short But yeah, if you enjoyed this, I would recommend the two albums that came prior to it. And Daniel also does his own solo stuff, which is pretty good. It's kind of just Tesseract B-sides, going back to that point of a lot of side projects are kind of just what they did before. But I'll take more of it, (laughs) so it's not a big deal. But yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it.
1: All right, friends. Well, that'll do it for us for 2023 for this year we have laughed we have cried we have had a good time we've met lots of good friends we have so many friends now lots of good friends through this podcast that we all just know extremely well and we'll just invite them to our cookouts now so you know yeah we just want to thank you guys again for joining us on this journey we appreciate you we love you we'll be taking a little bit of a break to kind of reset your ear holes for the new year And we'll look forward to seeing you back January. I think the middle of January is what we're shooting for. Yeah. I think that sounds like a great time for us to come on back to your ear holes, talk about more music. And you have anything else for the people? Uh,
0: Yeah, just thank you for listening all year. Because, I mean, like you've said many times, we just kind of started this to pop ourselves and have some fun. So the fact that other people are enjoying it and all the stats that we've been given for everybody having fun is... uh, been a fun time yeah i hope the new year is kind to all of you and we will be back soon